thank you guys so much for tuning in to last week's episode. This week, we want to talk about libraries becoming a safe haven for those that are mentally ill, suffering or dealing with mental illness and also being um, houseless. My dad recently read a very interesting article uh, the week, this is the week of October 24th, and something came out in the paper about library staff having to be trained and kind of prepared to deal with mentally ill um, people. And so today we just want to kind of dive into this very unsuspecting place that has turned into a resource for those that are mentally ill. So I'm going to hand it off to my dad and get his perspective and his take on it. Well, that article did come out in the Wall Street Journal, and for some of us, libraries were always a place where you go and study, maybe have a group study with some friends, but it was a place always where you would go and do some reading, again, a little research, uh, things related to school and you know academics, right? But now, libraries are completely different. Um, and it was sort of interesting, though not too surprising, to learn that libraries have have always been welcome to everyone, and many people with issues in regards to mental health and substance abuse are walking in to libraries, and all of a sudden librarians are faced with issues that they're not entirely prepared uh, to to handle. Uh, and where, again, in the article that you read, where uh, was it? Because I know, like, I've been to a library recently that didn't have that problem. It was very small. Well, not very small, but very new, lots of resources, very clean. And I didn't see anyone in any regard that came off as, like, mentally ill or houseless. It felt like it was just, you know, a place for your average college student to go do their homework, um, kids were there, that sort of thing. Well, libraries in general, you know, this article was coming from Kalamazoo, Michigan, but they were ma- making references to libraries on the east coast of the United States. But your mother tells me that even as a young lady, when as a young girl even, she'd go to libraries and there were guys that were exposing themselves. And so libraries have always been... Uh, places that you always have to sort of approach cautiously. Um, but now, I think it it underscores uh, the fact that you're having to deal with the, an underserved population in, re, in regards to mental illness, and the resources that they have are limited. And libraries are places that they're air-conditioned in the summer, and they're heated in the winter. There are bathrooms there. And librarians, though, are now confronting issues where they have to reverse opiate overdoses with the Narcan in the bathrooms and uh, having to deal with, in one survey of 600 librarians, two-thirds of those have had to deal with aggressive patrons. So, of course, they've had to adjust to this, and now uh, many librarians, Libraries are staffed with with uh, social workers and counselors, and uh, so uh, you can see that uh, being uh, 
a place sort of like, as you pointed earlier, a safe haven for many people that during the day, where do you go? Well, let's go to check into a library and uh, see what we can do there and you know, at least hang out and have shelter. Um, like just thinking about this, though, it kind of feels like this is, yeah, I think it's like one of the smarter things to do. I, I would imagine that if I were in a similar situation, I would probably seek help out over there or just like be over there because be or be in a library, I should say, because like you said, like it's air conditioned in the summer, heated in the winter, there's bathrooms, Wi-Fi, you can get in communication with people that you need to be in contact with if you don't have a cell phone. Um, it kind of feels like, granted, like you said, um, it's a, it is unfortunate that library workers are, you know, having to deal with aggressive patrons and that's something that they're not necessarily signing up for uh, when they are taking a job such as a librarian. But at the same time, libraries are public places. So you kind of in, in any service industry, you kind of are subjecting yourself to a wide variety of who can walk in. Whether you're a librarian, a server at a restaurant, something like along those lines, if you're in like the public service field, it's kind you're kind of taking a gamble already. Well, that's exactly right. And when you think about homeless shelters, you're you're not allowed to spend twenty four seven there. You have to leave during the day. You're there's certain times in the late afternoon or early evening where you're allowed to return. So during the day, you're out and about looking for things to do, a place to stay. And there's places like parks and museums and other places, but you have to remember libraries are free to walk into. So uh, again, that looks like a nice place to hang out for a part of the day. And I found it interesting that there's some uh, libraries that in the mornings that when they open at nine, they have coffee, juice, pastries for there's a line of people waiting to uh, to walk in. So they're adjusting, and I find it sort of noble that they're not just telling people to go away, but they're even sort of welcoming uh, these um, people with these needs. So I just found it interesting, and to me it it's, it's remarkable that they're able to do this and that they've been doing this, but... It just means that we need, I think, more resources for some of our, our our patient population. They need more mental health services, substance abuse services, and housing. So uh, it's reflected now that they're going to the libraries and using up the, the resources there. Well, I'm thinking about a comment you've made a few times throughout some of our episodes while doing this about how mentally ill people are very resilient. And I feel like this just showcases their resiliency once again, because they're going to one of the smartest places, I would say, to like, sh not shelter, but to like hang out, um, take a break from the outside and the chaos that can ensue on the streets. Like they're in, in there. And from my perspective, it's almost like they're doing the right thing. In, in a sense, because they're going to a public place that's funded by, you know, tax dollars and they're taking advantage of the resources that they have, the very little resources that they have. 
Um, so I think it, it's kind of just up to, you know, I'm not saying that libraries should now become like uh, the only resource at all, but I think with proper staffing and um, I know you did say that they're adding social workers into the library. Like, I think if there's just more resources available, I can see how this can actually be very useful or beneficial. This opens up, I think, an important topic for discussion. And my sense throughout the years of treating patients in an inpatient psychiatric unit has always been that the majority of our patients would benefit from similar structured programs in an outpatient setting, that is, with groups and uh, therapists and social workers, but instead of in a hospital as outpatients, my sense is that this would reduce recidivism of going back into inpatient settings and really just help patients have a place to go to get the treatment that they deserve and in a more professional, structured, inviting therapeutic milieu type of a setting. And for libraries to sort of make up this void isn't ideal, but that's all you have. So my hope is that more resources would be allocated to more specifically centered um, for the mentally ill in particular. And as we know, there's a tremendous comorbidity with substance abuse that they would benefit from, again, programs that are welcoming, that are structured for and geared directly to them. I think that would be ideal. Yeah, it almost feels like the library right now is kind of a placeholder for a very key missing piece of the puzzle to help solve and address this mental health crisis. And if there could be a separate space implemented where these people can go and get that sort of help and group therapy and those resources similar to a library, I think, you know, that that could not that could only help the situation um so i think if li the library situation is just kind of showcasing what's missing if it's just highlighting a very important piece of the puzzle well you know, libraries should be for studying they should be for to go and exactly what they were intended to be not as a haven for the mentally ill, that's not what they were intended to be, but that's what they're turning out to be. So it, again, it speaks a lot about a public health issue that's being addressed by the librarians, not by the powers that be that should be uh, re directing resources to this special needs uh, a patient population. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think... It's also similar to like school teachers. School teachers are on the front lines of dealing with public health crisis as well with their students. And not only do they teach and, you know, are educating the kids of our kids, but they're also in charge of, you know, kind of acting like social workers, seeing are there any signs of is everything OK at home or how are they performing like I think it goes to show you that librarians, school workers, all of these people that are typically underpaid are doing the most work 
um, on the front are not the oh, they're doing a lot of the heavy lifting on the front lines of like 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 we said earlier librarians aren't meant to de-escalate aggressive patrons and they shouldn't have to be reversing opioid uh, overdoses either but that's what they're doing so hats off to them props to them um, I think they're the unsung heroes and there's a lot of people like you mentioned school teachers and you know first uh, responders that are really uh, doing heroic things out in the community and it's it, they need to be given credit for trying to hold our society together and uh, I, I think this is important to talk about so that hopefully uh, more resources and uh, are allocated to to help uh, as we said earlier this uh, special needs uh, patient population Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope that you found this conversation interesting. Thank you for listening, and I hope you guys have a great day wherever you are.